Yeah, we we might be able to get Tommy to come to Vegas with us now. Yeah. Welcome back to Last Man's Opinion. I am your host, Tommy McGrail. With me today is producer Roland, Rich Keiko, serial eating Dan Mara. We're talking uh, we're talking about Fruit Loops. Uh, MLB wants uh, the Oakland A's to move to <coughs> Las Vegas. And uh, we're going to give you some, uh, some NBA action, some NBA talk. Are they going to make a new stadium, or is are they going to play in, like, where the Raiders play? So, uh, the A's, uh, I guess, proposed... I know nothing about that. The Me A's neither. proposed to Oakland about, um, you know, building a stadium for them. And Oli uh, is just raping Oakland. And I think Oakland uh, is dragging their feet. They don't want to do it. But, I mean, they haven't wanted to build a stadium for them for, like, you know... Years, ten, you know, they've been talking about this for a while. Um, they've been talking about building a waterfront stadium in downtown Oakland at the Howard Terminal site. Uh, oh, so this isn't set in stone. This is just... This has been proposed multiple times over the past X amount of years, probably 10 years. Um and uh, I think they're finally starting to uh, say it's not going to happen. We're going to leave. So the council that's in charge of it proposed a $12 billion mixed-use development before uh, the vote, in Jul- uh, before the recess of, uh, you know, state senate. Um, so if they continue to drag their feet, Oakland needs to come up with a backup plan, and that is most likely Las Vegas. I would love to see it. Vegas, baby. Love it. Yeah, I, know, I mean, uh, I don't know why Vegas wasn't a sports hub prior earlier. Yeah, I agree. Mafia? I think they uh, probably. Be. Yeah, probably Mafia. Probably, uh, you know, the. Betting used to be a stigma that, you know, sports organizations were kind of trying to get away from, you know, NFL, MLB. They didn't want they didn't want to be um, distracted with the illegal betting or, you know, betting in the in Vegas. Yeah. Now they're all for it with DraftKings um, and all that. other. Oh, stuff. yeah. More, yeah. More, now, more there's, now they're just like, please give us more. So how but do I, I you can't keep imagine... Pete Rose out of the Hall of Fame? <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you reconcile that? I mean, well, he's still not allowed to gamble on the games. Yeah, right. and and Pete Rose did lie for about thirty, forty years, whatever yeah. it was. But but I'm all, I'm surprised about Vegas just because I don't think it's a very big media market, is it? Not yet. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't matter. I, I mean, it doesn't matter. You're talking about the Oakland A's, who were in a big media market draw to begin with so and you have people that'll drive from california to vegas yeah yeah but are they oh it's the same situation dan it's the same situation different sport no i'll tell you after after they make the the move i'd be down for a vegas trip (laughs) to watch the a's or the raiders uh both both what do you mean yeah yeah but you're just going to vegas you're not an actual fan of the team it's no no no, you don't but need just fans. Yeah, you just need people the in the I've seats. I've seen a bunch of Phillies games. Yeah, but yeah. Philly has a built-in fan base because Philadelphia is one of the largest markets in the country. Like, you go into Vegas, and I, I, maybe I'm wrong, but I didn't think Vegas is very had a very large population. So you're gonna go to Vegas? No, it's no you're gonna leave California. But you, well, I don't think you, I don't think you generally you necessarily need a big home fan base to be successful there. You I think everyone taking a trip out Vegas. there. We'll go. The hotels will all buy sections and comp them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, well, I mean, I mean, this is going to be the third sport team potentially that moves there, right? Or yeah, well, it'll be their third sports team. What's the other one? Right? Doesn't hockey have one? Hockey. Oh, right. The Knights. Right, right. Golden Knights. And the goal. And the Golden Knights are doing are doing great. They're doing great. Well, yeah. Two point two point two seven million live there in the greater Las Vegas area. Greater Vegas, Las Vegas area. Henderson and Paradise metropolitan areas. Okay. And Reno's not that far away, I don't think. Maybe an hour and a half drive or so. Yeah. But, I mean, combined with that and the population that gravitates towards there, you're going to get people in the seats more than uh, probably that they do in Oakland, which, I mean... Well, it's the same ownership do... group, though. Isn't it for Oakland? I mean, they're just going to yeah, They're still I, not yeah, going to say... spend any money. Probably true. Probably true. That's, that's that's still going to be the issue. But but you're get, but you're getting the money for the move. You get you get money for the move. It'd be funny if they did no research whatsoever, like no market research. And just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like we're giving them zero credit for doing any work looking into this. I'm sure I don't trust like, them. How could they possibly make money? Well, I'm sure Vegas is just going to offer them a boatload of money to come there. I mean the the A's the A's proposed uh, privately funding a one billion dollar billion dollar uh, stadium in Oakland in that Howard Terminal Terminal project, um, and spending on development three thousand units of affordable housing blah blah blah, all yeah. the usual things that go to tie into a tax free stadium. Um, but they want I'm sure they but they don't. Yeah. I wonder if Vegas is getting public money for it. Doesn't surprise me. Have the taxpayers pay for it. That's what they normally do. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I thought you had all the information out. in front of you. I thought you had it all right there. <laughs> uh, not on the Vegas part. Because the <laughs> Vegas, Vegas is the assumption that MLB asked them to... MLB gotcha. is just saying you need a backup plan because it doesn't sound like Oakland is going to go for your stadium. So you need to put the pressure on and say that you're going to move, find a new spot. And gotcha. so so the A's have to now branch out and see what they can come up with. And everyone's assuming that it's the Austin obvious pick of Vegas. Austin yeah. <laughs> Um But yeah, I mean, if you go to Vegas, I would think that the – Part of the trip would be go to the casinos, party, go to a sporting event. If you're, you know, into sports, I mean, that's... Yeah, that's we the, we agenda. might be able to get Tommy to come to Vegas with us now. Yeah. I've never, been to, Ve- I've never been to Vegas. I thought you had been before, no? No, I've never no. been. There like a dozen times. No, Richie. We're, 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 uh... Well, Tommy, Vegas I'm not surprised. You have no desire to go. But Dan, we all we all know Dan is a gambling problem. <laughs> I don't I don't have any desire to go, but now they have a football team. So to say the, I mean, to say I the word, I'll meet in Foxwoods in two hours. <laughs> exactly. See, not, not, not Vegas, <laughs> but he'll go to Foxwoods. I'll get there in two hours. Let's go. Gamble on. I can make it back by uh, 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 drop off at school. Yeah, you know. Also, if you count the uh, prestigious. NBA Summer League, Vegas would have all four right. major sports have, in there. They do have the, I do. I actually like the Summer League. Me too. Me too. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy watching it. I watch it every year. It really sounds like Dan doesn't have a reason for going for not going to Vegas. Um, it's, it's, it's just never lined up. I, the, nobody's ever asked me to go. And oh bullshit! When people go. Bullshit. I've never been. I've never been invited. What have I been invited? I think Richie has a standing. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't, but you know Nooch does. Yeah, I'm not going, I'm not going with Nooch. If I'm going to Vegas, I'm going with other people besides John. He would definitely meet you there in two hours from right now. There's no doubt. Oh, totally. Any any time of the day, any any part of the year, you'd say two all hours from Vegas. Text. All I need all I need to do is shoot him a text. John, yeah. I'm going to be in Vegas tomorrow. I'm already here, bro. I'm already yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there every third Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. I've actually been go, lying to go you Go to the guys. front desk. Ask for Ricky. He'll set you up. 
Yeah, I don't. Li- I don't live in California. I live in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I just rent this Vegas. place for taxes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I commute from Vegas every day. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, I would be. Uh, I think, you know, I think the A's should build a smaller stadium, uh, something intimate. Not minor league status, not spring training status, but a smaller stadium, and uh, and and just make the move, make the move, to Vegas, not to Oakland. Yeah. Just be done with it. They obviously yeah, haven't appreciate cool, you, appreciated you. Cool years. stadium. I, I could, I yeah. could go for another cool looking stadium. Yeah, I mean either way, you're getting a, a some form of a, a cool stadium. So I do like when they build new stadiums. Just the look, yeah. not the tax rapings and stuff like that. Actually, yeah, yeah. who the fuck cares? Although I, I, I'm not a fan of a New Yankee Stadium. No, no, no. too corpo. Corporate. Oh, it's a terrible. It's a terrible stadium. Old Yankee Stadium was one of the best sports venues. Period. New Yankee Stadium sucks. It's too corporate. It's like, like I let I left work and went into an another office building. <laughs> And it's like dead, and I don't know what the deal is. It's just kind of New Giant Stadium sucks too. MetLife, that the place is a dump. I mean, Old Giant Stadium sucked too, so it's not like, you know. They kind of went up. I, I I do think it's an upgrade over Old Giant Stadium. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Old Giant Stadium was awful. Yeah, MetLife it was really is, bad. <laughs> MetLife is fine. It's not like, oh, this is a cool stadium. It's fine. Right, right. That's the thing. It's just kind of bland. Yeah, it is super bland. Old Yankee Stadium was great, and New Yankee Stadium sucks. Although I like City Field, Roland. Love it. That stadium's yeah. really nice. Yep, they did a good job with City Field. Uh, New Yankee Stadium. I've been to City Field. Love it. Yeah, I love City Field. It's an awesome stadium. By the way, speaking of great stadiums, uh, June 12th to Saturday, Yankees travel to Philly. We should go. June June 12th is uh, a work I don't day know what that me. is. Yeah, it's, what is a, it? it's a Saturday. Yeah. That's a work day for Tommy, apparently. Yeah, I got to work June 12th weekend and uh, June 19th weekend. Happy birthday. Isn't June 19th yeah. Father's Day weekend? That's t- Tommy's birthday yep. weekend. Ah, yeah, uh, you working your birthday weekend? <laughs> I'm wow. working my birthday, yes, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's a nightmare of a job, but we won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> We're bringing them down, guys. I, <laughs> I hereby give you off. Uh, Thanks, Roland. All right, and uh, moving on. Let's let's get back on the sports track. Uh, let's uh, dribble on over to the NBA. Dan, <laughs> Nick's take on uh, on the Lakers. They're coming off a big win against the Clippers. Big win against the Clippers. I was actually thinking about this the other night. Uh, and uh, LeBron is too scared to play him, so he's going to uh, use his excuse of his ankle and not play tonight. He is. I know, but that's one hundred percent why he's not playing. Is because he's he does not want to be pushed around by the next defense. He's scarred. <laughs> because he's he was scarred. cleared to play. He was cleared to play, and he's like, "Nah, I'm gonna <clears> give <throat> it another another game." Yeah. Like why? Yeah. Because I don't want to get, like the- get beat up by a team that's actually trying. Yeah, it's not like because I mean it's not like it's not like there's a guarantee the Lakers are gonna win tonight. You know, it's gonna be a toss up. Um, <clears> and the Lakers but, uh, need the wins. The Lakers. Need the Lakers the wins. do need. The, yeah, they do need the wins. Um, yeah, I actually. Was thinking about in terms of Sunday night's game, I it it's the best win that they had this season by far, and it's one of the best wins that they've had in the last seven or eight years. Like in terms of, you know, they had lost two games in a row against good teams, they're clinging up, they're holding on to the four seed barely, and they had to win Sunday night against on the road, losing two straight against a really good Clippers team that. Could argue, you know, I mean, they could certainly win the championship. Like, I, no one, I don't think, would be surprised if they end up winning the title. And they went in, and they, and Clippers had all their players. They had Paul George, they had uh, Beverly, they had Kawhi, and Knicks beat them. And Knicks were missing a couple key players. And they, the most impressive win uh, of the Knicks in quite a while. They've had some really good wins this season when they came back against Memphis, early on against Milwaukee, but Sunday night, that's when I knew. I was like, this team. 
They're good. They're good. Although Miami's winning tonight, so the Knicks are gonna have to <laughs> gonna have to win again tonight to try to uh, hold on to that four seed. Yeah, if they, so if they slip to the if they slip to the five, who are they uh, matched up with? Well, right now it it looks like it's gonna be them and Miami. I would guess Atlanta could sneak in and push the Knicks to six, but right now, if I had to guess, it would be Knicks Miami in the first round, uh, which sucks because Miami beat the Knicks all three times they played the season. Yeah, it's yeah. not a good matchup. It's not a good matchup, no. And, and the Knicks played them close all three games and actually had big leads on in two of them. But Miami just came back and, and, and won all three times. I think one game was in overtime. I mean, they were good games, but the Knicks just lost all three. It's not a good matchup for the Knicks. But I, I'm resigned to the fact that Miami's playing much better and the Knicks will either probably be the four or five seed most likely. Again, they could fall to six if Atlanta, and then they'd have to... Like, I wanna, I'd prefer to play Atlanta in the first round, obviously. Yeah, I agree. You, you yeah. don't want to play Jimmy Butler in the first round. No, no. no. J-Butt. And, and Miami's a good team. Hero, Adebayo, Um I mean, I don't know if he's playing tonight, but they have Oladipo. Right. Duncan, Duncan Robinson. I mean, it's a tough matchup for the Knicks. And they're all it would healthy. be a fun, fun and, series, though. It would be a fun series. And, like, there's still that Knicks-Miami. I mean, it hasn't been around, obviously, in a while. But Knicks fans, you know, still don't like the Heat. So Nobody likes the Heat. <laughs> That's true. But, I mean, the Knicks had a really good rivalry with the Heat for, like, three or four years. And then they, they took Pat Riley and, you know. Yeah. So there's, there's a there's a good rivalry there between the fans anyway, and and like you said, nobody likes the Heat, and I think I like Jimmy Butler, but like I like him as a player, but like playing against him, he will piss people off. So yeah, he's be, he's a gamer. He is a gamer, and he's gonna you know whatever. It's it it would be a fun series, and you know Spolster is a good coach. Like the, it it'd be a really tough matchup for the Knicks, but whatever, I'll take it. Again, I'd much rather probably that than playing Milwaukee in the first round. So that's the other option. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want that either. No. But yeah. I also think um uh Randall should be, you know, most improved player of the year. I mean he's been phenomenal. And I think Tim should pro- it's tough for me to say Tim should win coach of the year, but I think I don't think I don't think there's any team that had the expectation. Yeah. Well like the head, head into the season. Everyone knew, like, oh, Utah could be a good team, Philly, you know, everything the Nets did. I don't think anybody thought the Knicks would be a top four seed in the East. I, I think team, so team probably, yeah, I think, but, I think everyone if, said bottom four. To, to be fair, no one saw the Celtics being this bad and the Heat not hitting their groove until the end of the season either. Those two teams definitely underperformed compared to they preseason did. expectations. Oh, totally. But I think the Knicks are already 51, you know, I, I think their over-under for the season was 20 or 21, and they're at like 37. I mean, that's, that's a plus 16. I can't imagine oh, yeah, that. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean... 38. 30, uh, 38 plus 17. Get him, Tommy. <laughs> and they're probably going to win, I mean, if they're going to win, like, if they were playing 82 games, I would be, I, I would have been shocked if they were going to win 40 games they're gonna win 40 games over 72 games 72 games like over 82 games you you could have made the case that the next one win 45 46 games i mean head into the season 500 would have been a miracle so this is you, you, know, you know who's probably gonna be the toughest competition for uh coach of the year is um the sun's coach what's his fucking name oh yeah uh i can't i can't even remember his name right now to be honest but it's not Gentry, is it? No. No. Um, yeah, but I know him. I know. Yeah, he he, he deserves it too. Um, especially if they finish with the best record in the league. Yeah, they finished with the top seed. The the Suns also had a big turnaround. Um, right, but they they had a probably better base than the Knicks had going into the season. So you can't. Monty, so. Monty Williams. Oh, Monty there you go. Williams, there you go. Yeah. And and, and I mean. You know, and I think Chris Paul probably has to get MVP votes too because he's obviously. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think, I think Jokic probably should get win the MVP because he's been definitely ridiculous. But I think Chris Paul deserves some some as does Embiid, but I think Embiid missed too many games to really. Yeah, I agree. Win it, um, but yeah, uh, I 
the Knicks should be. I mean, the Celtics are losing. Unfortunately, they're losing to Miami. Um, but you but, know that might be worth it to just see a, a Celtics collapse and then fall out of the playoffs or something. Uh, <laughs> well, the, the, right now I don't think they could fall completely out of the playoffs, but right now they're in the playoff playing game. Yeah, how they're amazing would it be if they lost the playing game? <laughs> I mean, they stay. Well, Jalen Brown's out for the year. Yeah. And they stink. Kemba, they Kemba Walker's down. turning it on. I mean, they right now they stink. They're getting blown off the field, by, off the court by Miami. Yeah, love it. I mean, I mean, they can't. And this is going to be two straight losses to Miami. When Miami's just going to, you know, blow My, away. Miami's kind of turning into a scary team right now. They're like hot yeah. at the right time. They are hot at the right. Time. Well, and I don't even know is Oladipo playing. I don't. I haven't seen him. No. I mean. Not that I, I don't think they necessarily need Oladipo, but like Adebayo's been a beast and Butler's been Butler, and yeah, Miami's a good team. Like they they got off to a slow start mainly because of COVID. I think they they it took them until like January before they started before they finally got past it all and started playing their whole team. And since then they're they're a good team. Yeah, I, I don't. Be, they're a scary team to me. Even the six, even if the Sixers were playing them, I'd be scared of them. Like. Yeah, no, that's great. That's why. That's why I want. That's why I want the. That's why I want uh, uh, the Knicks to uh, play Atlanta in the first round. But if my Miami keeps winning, it's going to be tough. My my first round, what I would want to see is Knicks versus Celtics in the first round. Ah, uh, that's not happening. I don't think. No, I don't. I don't. Unless the Celtics win the rest of their win out somehow. Yeah, they'd have to win out in Atlanta. And I can't. I can't see them winning out though. Yeah, I can't see them winning out either. And there's only three games left now, I think, for the Celtics. Yeah. Is there, is there was like six? No, three? That's it? Uh, I, think the Knicks have, I think the Knicks have four games left. Okay. All I right. think the Knicks have the Lakers. Who the hell the Knicks have? The Lakers, the Spurs, the Celtics, and Atlanta, maybe? Um, and that's it. So there's only, the Knicks only have four games left for the season. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Yeah. So it's not that. So that. So I don't even see. I mean, I think the Celtics are stuck in the seven-eight game after this loss. So they're in the playing game against maybe the Pacers. I forget who they're playing. Who they play? Yeah, they um, will play the Pacers. And then the Knicks right now would play the Heat. Which I, I, I think even if the Knicks don't win out, I think the way Miami's playing, the Miami's oh, no, either going to get the four or five the Wizards. Yeah. Oh, Celtics play the Wizards. Yeah, and then the two eight. I think the eight and nine team play, and then whoever wins that plays the seven or. No, no, no! It's seven, eight, and oh, nine, ten. Yeah, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, okay. So, the, so the winner of seven, eight then plays the two seed, which Worst. is the Nets right now. Yeah. So. I, I, oh right, I, and then the loser of that plays. Yeah. Plays, plays the ninth. The winner the nine, of the. Winner. Yeah. 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 Like I forgot. Eight, there's eight, like, eight, there's eight. like a, a second play-in game. I I know yeah. we brought it up before, but man, I I love this play-in tournament. Oh, me too. So good. Oh, it, it's such a great it, and it's one and done too, which I love. Right. LeBron loves it too. I think. LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to LeBron, little bitch. <laughs> scared of scared of play-in tournament. He's a flip-flopper. It it also um, it's also been uh, huge because like it's kind of kept everybody like so many more teams playing hard through the end of the season because like no none of the like the four five six seed they don't want to drop to seven and play in the playing tournament so it makes it so yeah. not that you want to play and you know but if you're the six seed you'd much rather. <clears throat> Get out of that playing tournament and make the playoffs like an actual playoffs, right? Instead of playing in that one game series, right? Like th- think think about LeBron. In a normal season, he might have to consider, you know, uh, like I'm surprised he's not playing now, considering that they got to do the playing tournament. Me too. Me too. Um, like there's more pressure on him, you know, as opposed to regular years. I agree. I, yeah. And I, I was. I don't know if it's true anymore, but um, a day or two ago, it was going to be the Lakers were matched up against uh, Golden State in that playing game. Can you imagine LeBron and and Steph Curry in a playing game? I know. (laughs) 
I mean, come on. One game, one game. Like, I, yeah, I wonder how. But then can you imagine if LeBron, let's say the Lakers win? So then that means you're Utah and you're going to have to play the Lakers in the first round? That's rough. Yeah. The defending champions with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Uh, I would love to see the Utah lose to them in the first round. Fuck Utah. Enemy <laughs> of the Sixers. And and Mitchell's not uh, – Richie's boy Mitchell is in uh, play in the last three games. He'll get evaluated, reevaluated before the uh, playoffs start. Well, what's the matter with Mitchell? He's hurt vagina. With, uh, yeah, hurt vagina. I think it's his ankle. He's uh, been out for – Mitchell. Uh, yeah, Mitchell. Uh, uh, yeah. He's I was thinking of Jamal Murray. Oh, no. But Mitchell's out. Mitchell's out too. Yeah. Yeah, Jamal Murray. I don't think there. Uh, Jamal Murray. I don't think there's a. No, he's uh, out for the season. Uh, yeah, yeah he, uh, there's an option for him to come back. Yeah, no, no, but yeah. Uh, Celtics stink though too. Oof, man. <laughs> I don't understand what their problem is. Jalen Brown's hurt, but like the rest of the team stinks. Kemba's yeah. awful. They got to make a big move for this offseason. They do, but I don't even know what they have. Like, what could they do? I think they lo- they don't have any more assets anymore. I'm telling you, man. I am uh, this offseason. So obviously, I'm thrilled with how the Knicks played this season. Thrilled. Still gonna still gonna be into the playoffs. I will be dis- devastated if if they lose in the first round because I've enjoyed watching them play this season. Um, but this offseason, even think they were gonna get to fifty percent. I didn't, yeah. but now I'm like all in. Now I'm all in. <laughs> now I'm like, let's do it, baby. I would, Finals I are blessed. You just moved the goalpost like 20 yards away. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Big time. Typical I mean, Dan. I think 30 wins. You want me to get that sound clip for the next podcast? Yeah. You want me to lie? I'm going to be – in that playoff game against Miami, I'm going to be living and dying on every possession during that series. I'm not going to lie about it. It's truth. And I will be devastated if they lose to Miami. Uh, but that being said, I'm just saying right now, I've been very excited for the next season. All right, so Dan, I'll, I'll say this right now. If the Knicks somehow win a couple of series and they meet up with the Sixers, we got to go to a game. Uh, yeah, 100%. I'm down for that. <clears throat> if the Knicks and Sixers, well, they'd meet in the second round. The Knicks would have to get out of the first round, right? Assuming the Knicks are the 4-5 seed. Right, right, right. So it's not, I mean, Miami will be a slight favorite. To beat the Knicks, but it wouldn't be out of. No, it wouldn't be crazy talk. It wouldn't be crazy, yeah. Right, I, I'd, I'd totally do that. I would be. Well, I, I, I mean, obviously we would rather go in New York, but I, I'm pretty sure I still get first dibs on playoff tickets in Philly since I'm still. Oh, do you really? Yeah. And there's, there's going to be nobody. I wonder what they're doing. They're increasing the fans for the Garden, aren't they, for the playoffs? Are they still doing that in New York? Um, I thought so. They just announced in Philly they were. Yeah, I, I, I've heard rumblings, not not necessarily in New York, but I think like around in Massachusetts, and I feel like New York would be pretty similar about like increasing venues and indoor venues to like 50%. Yeah, I, I thought I definitely saw... Um, which, I mean, that's a huge jump from... What's the, uh, what's, what's the Celtics arena called again? The TD Garden. Oh, yeah. I saw, didn't they just um, increase theirs this week? I thought they did. You have to be... But it doesn't matter. No, nobody's still there. Uh, New York, or or have a a get a COVID test when you get there. Oh, okay. I thought but I, I thought they were doing uh, fully vaxxed. To, either or to, to promote vaccinations. Uh, either fully vac fully vaxxed, or you need to get a rapid COVID test at the at the arena. At the garden. Yeah, but I mean, I'm fully vaxxed. So I don't give a shit. No, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Let's go, baby. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Now I got something to look forward to. Come on, come on, Nick. And now we're gonna be riding and dying even harder. <laughs> Dan, Dan's drinking too hard. He's slugging down the too hearted again this I week. Am, yeah, I am, I am, he is, and he is still on cloud nine about the Knicks. I know. I, uh, you know what I'm really excited about with the Knicks is because uh, I've been reading more stuff about uh, the off season. I think I've, I've mentioned this, but like the Knicks. For the first time in, you know, since they made the, I mean, since, I don't even want to say since Amari, but like, because that was kind of, they struck out there in free agency. But for the first time in quite a while, the Knicks are actually positioned really well for the future. They have no big contract, zero big contracts, and they have a young core that's going to get them a four or five seed in the playoffs. 
you know, Randall's 26, yeah. Barrett's 21, Quickly's 21, uh, Mitchell Robinson's 20, 21. Um, you know, that, that that's four, pl- four of the key players, and at, nobody else is on a big contract. Reggie Bullock, Alfred Payton, like all those contracts expire at the end of the year. They have, I think, five or six draft picks in the next, first round draft picks in the next three years. I think it's six. In the next three years. So the Knicks basically, I mean, they have a ton of assets to make one or two big moves this offseason. Here's here's my one big concern with the Knicks. They're going to fuck it up? How? Yeah, my concern is, is that they're feeling so high after the season that they feel like they need to get a star player, and they miss out on, like, the first couple star players. So then they trade, and they they trade for a washed-up star player or someone on the downswing. That That's my fear because they because they feel they need to make that move this offseason. So here's my – so I'm, I don't have necessarily that fear because I actually don't think there are that many good free agents this summer. No, I, I, said, I said trade, Dan. I said trade. Oh, because I thought you meant they're going to miss out on the first couple meaning free agents and then make a bad yeah, They're, they're going to miss out on the first couple free agents that they're kind of smitten with. And because they miss out on those guys and they can't trade for Bradley Beal for some reason, you know, they can't create a package for him, that they're going to force a trade that they don't need to make. Gotcha. I see my, my concern is more. Like they'll trade for, for Russell Westbrook. Yes. No, like, so, like something like that. That. <laughs> That yeah. would be, I, that, that's perfect, Tommy. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah, I mean that would be that would be obviously terrible. Like uh, they'll they'll be like, "Hey, Washington, give us Beal. We'll give you a bunch of shit." And they'll be like, "Nah, man, I ain't about, doing." How about that. Westbrook? How about Russ? Fred? How about Russ? And they'll be like, uh, "You know what? I All right, first it. round for Russ." And you know what happens? <laughs> Nick's, Nick's management will say, "No way, we don't want what Russ." And then Dolan will step in and say, "No, we fucking need Russ." You fucking get him, or you're fired. So, well, this obviously uh, has happened before. Um, <laughs> I will say, uh, not not to defend Dolan, but he has supposedly, even even with Phil Jackson, really has stepped back. Even even with Phil Jackson, but Phil Jackson fucked up his own plate. Right. Right. Um, so supposedly he he's kind of not been involved in the last five or six years in making those decisions, which obviously is a good thing. Um, my see my bigger concern is that the Knicks. I read the first point of feeling super high and excited based off of this season that they give out contracts to some of these guys that they probably shouldn't give bigger contracts like guys that are currently on their team. So like, like I give like a three-year, sixty million dollar contract. contract. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Julius Randle, they give the max. You know. Reggie Bullock, they they give a multi like that's my big concern, is that they're gonna fall in love with this group, and overpay them based on this year's performance. Which while great, you know I, I I think Randall I think you need to look at Randall's contract and potentially make a reasonable deal because he is a free agent next season. But like Derrick Rose, while he's been great, what's he gonna want? You know, he's 32. You're going to give him a three-year deal? That would be, to me, a disaster. Um, Derek Rose is the only one that concerns me. I, I I don't think they're going to recite Bullock. If they do, it's, it'll be a small deal. I, no, De- Der- Derek Rose is the one. I agree. De- so Derek Rose and Mitchell Robinson are the two that worry me. And and, um, and Ner- Nerlens, I think they'll want to bring him back, but they're, they're not going to give him any real money, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, see, I, I would love for the Knicks to kind of – take a step back and think like, okay, what do we need? And to me, they need a point guard, um, which obviously is why Damian Lillard's name constantly gets floated around now, as well as um, Ball, who, uh, who I think would be a great fit too. Um, and, then they, and then they need like another, they either need a two guard who can start if, if they don't think it's quickly, or they need like a stretch five. Who is which is not Mitchell Robinson? They ain't leaving Portland. That's what he says. But there was that report out what last week that was clearly planted by somebody <laughs> that he's not happy. <laughs> but like I think I think that's what like like you look at the Nets like I think that's what the Knicks have to do is like they're in really good position. 
So, like, every summer, as Rich knows, there's always one or two guys who are like, I need to change. One or two, like, star players that come out out of nowhere and say, I need James Harden, yep. Kyrie Irving. Always at least one. Always one, sometimes two, who says, yep. I need to change. Get me out of here. And that's where I think the Knicks have the money and the assets to get a deal done. Yep. That's why I'm excited. Because I, I, there's going to be one. Is it is it Lillard? Is it Beal? Is it somebody we're not even thinking of? Well, um, you know, you better get ready because this is like, this may be your best off season in your lifetime because you have the Knicks who overachieved this year, so you have the playoffs to look forward to, and the and the silver lining is uh, even if they get swept in the first round, you have a great off season to look forward to. Like, oh, I totally agree. I think this is because like if you look at so I'm watching the Celtic game right now, and like the Celtics to me are the perfect example of a team that had was on the upswing for how many years now, and they had all these assets, they had all these young players, they got Kyrie, they got this, they got that, and they're gonna make a big deal here or there, and like look at them, they're two two years later they're in a playing game. Tatum has leveled out. Jalen Brown is who he is. They traded Kyrie. And they didn't use any of their assets except for shitty players. Like yep. they, they just they used them to draft mediocre bench players. Yep. Squandered it. Like, squandered. Like, good word, Tommy. Good word. Tommy's killing it. <laughs> Tommy's <laughs> killing it. Like to me that like the Celtics are like they they were you know how close were they to to making the finals and and, and you know with. With uh, even with Kyrie out that one season, and then Kyrie comes back, like like they were on the cusp of people like, oh man, the Celtics are gonna be uh, gonna have a good running at three or four years. Yeah, and within two years, they're they're a borderline playoff team who needs to essentially, I think, be blown up because this is what they are. They're a they're a six set, they're a bottom, they're a fringe playoff team. Kemba's shot like he stinks. Tatum is who he is. Brown is who he is. They're good players but not stars. And now they don't have any more draft picks to trade. Boom. There you go. There you go. Last man's opinion, Tommy. Uh, okay. All right. With that last man's <laughs> opinion. opinion. We're, <laughs> Sorry, we're go ahead, Roland. Well, uh, let, let, I'll let somebody else chime in. I talked about the Knicks for a while. Anyone else <laughs> want to add into the Knicks or the play, NBA playoffs? Roland, you wearing the jersey tonight? Under, under that hoodie? Do we got Knicks gear on? Yes. All right, there it is. <laughs> They're like... Eleven and one or something when I'm wearing it. <laughs> something don't ridiculous. jinx it. Don't jinx it. You don't talk about it. Yeah. So we'll see if the magic still is still there. We'll see. Game next next Saturday is when playoffs start. Yeah. Next Saturday, really? Already? Yep. Yeah, not not this not fever. this Saturday coming up, but the following next Saturday. Is it yeah. uh is that the playing is that the playing game when that starts? Uh, I believe so, yes. Yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to that weekend. <laughs> Unfortunately, I might be missing some of the playing games because I might be at Tommy's house that Saturday. What's that? What's going on at Tommy's house? Uh, yeah. TFTI. Bring What's a projector the over. What's the date? The 22nd. Oh, are we doing uh, the birthday? I believe so. Oh, all right. I don't even know. You guys want to come to a birthday party? <laughs> oh, thanks, Dan. Wait, who's whose birthday party? Yeah, Jax. Do this. Oh. <laughs> all right, don't all jump in on it. <laughs> just, just like, just like in the chat today when I finally got back to Dan about uh, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. possible visit, and oh, that's he right. didn't, yeah. even, didn't even acknowledge it. No, so, not at all. Sorry, I got the hint. You pressed, and now and now I answered you back. And now you backtracked. Yep. No, no, we can. <laughs> so it would it be you? Would it be everybody? What's the deal? Who's everybody? Oh, your yeah, family. Your whole, fa your, your <laughs> family, or you and or you or you and Laura, or 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 the whole. Game. We would have a, a special barbecue for you. Ooh. All right. Let me I see. Yeah, bring the, bring the kids. I don't care. Be like a play date, or don't bring the kids. Maybe I'll get maybe I'll get a sitter for my kids, and we just have an orgy. Yeah, double double up on the gummies. Oh yeah, yeah. Gummy. Triple up. Sounding like triple a up shit. 
Never mind me. I have not. I gotta get. I gotta get some new news. New, I gotta go to the store. I gotta get some new stuff. Yeah, and if you're coming to New York, you're gonna have to get some stuff for delivery. Two hundred <laughs> of them. Two hundred. Got it. Five thousand. <laughs> There you go. All right. Uh, Dan's drinking a two-hearted, so we don't have to do his beer review. Yeah, you can get me. Richie is drinking something that I don't know what the fuck he was drinking, <laughs> but it didn't look like drinking? beer. I don't what are you, what I'm, drink, drink, I'm drinking something new tonight, something you probably wouldn't expect me to drink. Yeah? Uh, I, I finished it, it. No, it's not. It looked. <laughs> it looks like oh. a seltzer. Is that coffee? At, Co- like hard, hard coffee. coffee. 10 o'clock at night? Hard, yeah. hard coffee. Yeah. Just, <laughs> Why are you drinking coffee at like ten o'clock at night? It looks. He's ready frosty. to go. Party what, time! What's yeah. going on? Draft tonight? What's happening? Yeah, Richie is not sleeping tonight. That's for sure. How is it, Richie? Uh, it's it's not bad. You know, I'm not a coffee drinker. Does this one Rebel? Rebel, and it's bourbon caramel latte. So Dan likes it. Well, I, I, I don't like I don't like coffee though. That's the thing. I, I don't like coffee. I don't like coffee either. But bourbon caramel that sold me because I like bourbon. And I like caramel. Like, yeah, me too. I mean, is that what you were drinking before our chess game? <laughs> no, no, no. So, um, is there caffeine in it? Uh, yeah, yeah, bro. Can't can't you hear it in Richie's uh, energy tone? <laughs> yeah, he does. He does seem to be a little more energized tonight. <laughs> you can actually see uh, the whites of of Richie's eyes. He's not falling asleep on us. Yeah, how's it uh, taste, Rich? It's it's pretty good. A little too milky for my liking, but yeah, uh, I like milky. I don't like milky. Yeah, but and, otherwise, uh, better than I would have expected. You know, I, I had a low bar low bar going into it, so that probably helps. Yeah, what's the alcohol content? Only five percent. Uh, typical. Uh, that is pretty low. But I mean, if you're getting some energy with it too, I mean, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a vodka and Red Bull. Yeah, yeah exactly. Watch out when you're combining caffeine and alcohol. Yep, gotta watch <laughs> out. Hit you different. Uh, check, check in on me tomorrow morning, please. Yeah, yeah. Stage advice by Roland. Roland, what <laughs> Thanks, Roland. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be stressing out later. Richie, Richie's going to be doing the Dougie in a little bit. Uh, Roland, He's going to need to take a gummy to come down. He's going to be balancing <laughs> balancing himself out all night. Yep. Speaking of which, let's start that process now. <laughs> Roland, what are you slugging down? I'm drinking a Pipeworks Choice Rye Lager. And okay. I'm a little disappointed. It, it tastes good. Yeah, Pipeworks out of Chicago. Yep, friend of the pod. Um, only five and a half percent. Ooh, that's that's my big uh, ding on this because usually when you have like a liquor infused beer, it's like eight percent, nine percent, ten percent. Yeah, that is five and a half percent. As soon as I took a sip, I was like, I'm either going to be in trouble, or this is a little lower octane <laughs> than I that I was expecting. Right. It was. It was the second choice there. <laughs> <laughs> they have a, I don't know why I, I picked this up at Trader Joe's and they have like a, a winter scene. So I don't know if it's because we had snow like a couple weeks ago, but yeah. there are nice geese up on the top here. <laughs> push the win, push the winter stuff. It's almost summer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got to unload this crap now. Yeah. That snowed last week. Maybe we could fool them. Yeah, I turned down an IPA I hadn't had yet because I saw this and I was like, oh, this will probably like 10% alcohol. So I'm going to get this. Uh, did, you, did, you just, did you buy it and not check? I, oh, I they put check. the beer like as you're leaving. So right. like as you're waiting to check out. So I just okay. like grabbed one real quick. Oh, man. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. I, li- I like that they do that, though. I wish more places uh, had some beer-as-you-go type thing. That's an impulse buy section. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> not during COVID. You usually hang out, and you can, like, read through the beers as you go down, waiting yeah. to check out. But now they're really uh, shuffling people out. Yeah. Sir, sir, hurry up, sir, sir. <laughs> All right. That's- Drink- drinkable and a good taste. Just uh, yeah. 
Disappointing well, loafers. Would would you get it again? Maybe. This is like a weird in-between beer. Because usually when I want these hearty flavors in the winter, I want a little extra alcohol as well. And yeah. it's not light enough to be warm. drinking a lot like in the summer. It's like that multi, deep multi taste from like Belgian beers and like Marzen's, stuff like that. So I would probably drink this again in conjunction with another beer. Like I'd have another beer first, but I couldn't just drink this all night, I don't think. Gotcha. Gotcha. Weird question. Do you, you, I, I don't ever, but do you ever mix beers? Like, like in the same glass. one beer and like pour half of it in and then open another beer. Like yeah, beer you know, because my my friends in Jersey, you, you know, Chris and Jeremy, you know, they they there's a couple of beer combinations that they mix. Like a black and tan. Yeah, like, like a black and tan. Yeah. Right. Or they, I mean, they they're like probably not experiment. drinking black and tan. No, no, no. Yeah, or are they doing like a fucking uh, Budweiser and a Coors Light? Croxley's does that too. If you've ever been to Croxley's. They have beer cocktails where they mix like Sam Adams blueberry and or uh, Blue Point blueberry and like Guinness and they'll call it like a black and blue. I, f- I feel like you would you would mix some beers, Roland. I feel like you'd have some good ideas to mix together. I've always wanted. I like chocolate and raspberry, and then they have that framboise that's like the lambic raspberry, and I always want to mix that with Yum's double chocolate. Do like a chocolate raspberry dessert. What's stopping you, Roland? I don't know. Live the dream, bro. Maybe I'll do it uh, in a future podcast. There you go. I just need an email confirmation at lastmansopinion at gmail.com. So as soon as someone sends that in, I'll give a beer cocktail review. You know, at these, um, these, uh, 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 kids sporting events I go to, uh, I'm surprised how many of the dads just only drink, like, Bud or, like, Coors Light. Like, that's it. You're surprised? Really? I'm not. I don't know. I thought... I thought Are they more people... older dads or our age dads? I mean, a couple years older. Maybe they're, like, early 40s. Yeah, they're just out of the window, I feel like. Yeah, I know, where they where they miss the high ABV. Because I'm like, really? I was like... I was like, I, I, I get mean, some, sometimes like I do that ABV. for cost-effective reasons. You can't be drinking, uh, like, $4 beers all night long every <laughs> no. night. Right. Yeah. No. But I think that's what they – no, but they'll, like, that's – I was like, oh, you know, I, I think I told them about, like, Kentucky Bourbon Ale, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, whatever percentage. And like, oh, no. Like, Bud, of course. <laughs> I was like, really? Like, I don't think I've pounded Buds in quite a while. Bunch of pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it, Roland. Tell me about it. We but yeah, it must called, be like a generation. just called you out soccer out dads. Yeah. yeah, soccer dads. Hit us up, lastmansopinion at gmail.com. Let us know why you're not little bitches. Lacrosse dads, too. Of Boston. Yeah, Boston. Boston. I feel like lacrosse dads would be a little more aggressive than soccer dads. Agreed. Oh, yeah. But they're probably... They're those guys that are like, yeah, let's get a case. Let's get a case, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, they're either, they're either the the lacrosse dads are either like hot, hot uh, either hockey hot. dads or football dads. I thought Dan was saying hot. I, I me hockey. too. He was going hot. there. They're either, they're either yeah, like uh, hot dads or yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> hockey dads or football dads. Okay, Dan. Good save, Dan. Good save. Yeah. They're all looking pretty good after a few Bud Heavies. Yeah. (laughs) Moving on on from the Bud Heavies. Uh, You guys see that uh, Tim Tebow making a comeback? Oh, yeah. Tebow time in, in, in Jack's. Yeah, uh, I I hate it just because for the simple fact that people are bringing up the question: Is it fucking white privilege? Yeah, did they say that? Yeah, because because he's back and Kaepernick didn't get a shot. Uh, He's been out like fucking ten years, and he wasn't even like good when he was here. 
and uh, and they're like, did, did they like try? Did they try him out? I don't understand. Why didn't he play for Urban Meyer or something? In and uh, uh, yeah. yeah, like twenty so, years ago, 15, fifteen years ago. But that connection is there. It yeah. was one of his coaches is yeah on the squad. But even even still, he hasn't played. He hasn't played in how many years? He never played, and he's never played. Tight end, and he's right? and he's thirty three. I was expecting baseball here instead of football. Yeah, he's thir- he's thirty three, bro. Isn't he still bro? in the Mets farm system? I Is think that, that ended uh, this year with uh, the uh, disbandment of minor league. Uh, you know, I, you know, I mean, you know, I I know it's been a while since he played and played for Meyer, but. You know, sometimes coaches want someone that they know that's just going to automatically buy into whatever they're fucking selling. And uh, I'm sure that's probably what's going on here. Yeah, but yeah. he's not even coming back as a quarterback. I think he's coming back as a tight end. Yeah, tight right. end. A position he's never played before. Well, he played with the uh, Jets one time on uh, one, one play. Sorry. When <laughs> Yeah, and to be fair, there were people that said back in the day that he should have converted to a tight end. There yeah, were, yeah. yeah. That that was more his position. Right, right, right. Yeah, because he put on like 30 pounds of muscle, and if you're a quarterback, you can't really do that. Yeah. Yeah. Boston's made this game a little, a little competitive here. We're done with that, Dan. We're done with that. Yeah, I'm we've saying. moved on. But no but I, I don't think he'll make the team. We'll see. I mean, we'll see if he makes it through training camp. Yeah. I mean, you got to think that he's going to get some shit in the locker room. Like, even if he is a good locker, like, uh, you know, he's, he, I'm sure he's a good locker room guy, but you I'm know, sure he's, he he's going to get that shit of what the fuck are you doing here? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's going to have to prove it. Yeah. Prove, prove, prove his worth. worth. <laughs> prove your worth, Tim. <laughs> so, yeah, he's going to have to prove it. Yeah, oof, man, that's gonna be rough for him. And I don't think he can do it. No, I don't think so either. I think so either. Let's uh, stroll on over to the MLB. Who? Oh. MLB. Who? Go ahead, roll. Go ahead, roll, and take it over. Yeah, tell yeah. us about the Mets. What are they up to lately? Roland, how's uh, how's how's uh, degromination? IL. Uh, oh, yeah. IL. Inflamed lad, I think. Um, yeah, that's not the only thing in that that's inflamed. Typical Degrom. I don't understand, but <laughs> think about it. He, okay. Typical. He uh, has been averaging, I want to say, 15 strikeouts a game. Yeah, he's phenomenal, but the Mets don't do anything for him. Oh. Not one thing. Their um, hitting is starting to come around. Lindor was the big story. Because he was 0 for 20, I want to say 8. Um, and then he broke out of it with a home run. But my my big worry is with the bats. The pitching is fine, and then Syndergaard's coming back soon. Uh, Carrasco is going to come back soon, too, I think. Then when they're at full strength, I mean, they're a pretty killer playoff team, but they have to get into the playoffs. So the bats need to come around a little bit because they're paying God knows how much for it. Um, Conforto just signed a contract, hasn't been stellar. Yeah. yeah. The unforced errors, like the unearned runs, and then the batting are two huge things that need to get fixed. And they Wait. fired Chili Davis. Yeah. Man, Chili. I, saw that. I think it was Chili Davis, and didn't they fire some another coach too? Did they fire uh, two coaches? It might have been. Maybe but, I didn't recognize the other guy's name. Yeah, I don't think it was a... Chili was the one that was like, ooh, spicy. What's more surprising, the bad defense or the bad hitting? Uh, Hitting, for sure. Um, Conforto's not known as like a defensive powerhouse. And I usually listen to the Mets games now when I go out on my bike rides. And I've I've heard him individually like give up probably seven unearned runs in like four games. (laughs) Like because of his errors. He misjudged balls or threw it to the wrong place or like they weren't. I mean, they were bad mistakes. But you get his offense with his defense. So if you put in 
another defensive person, you don't get his bat. And yep. hard decision. So I got a baseball question for you. Shoot. Uh, I, was, I guess maybe it's not really a question, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, I saw, and I forget the, I'm going to forget the exact stat, but that right now, um, we're, what, a quarter of the way through the season now, probably? Uh, <coughs> the batting average across the league is the lowest I believe it's ever been, or the lowest it's been in like 30, 30 years or 40 years. Like some obscene number that, that the, that batting averages are so low, and they've been trending down for X amount of years because essentially the pitching has gotten too good. This year they deadened the balls a little bit more, and oh. because of everybody, because of hitters just trying to hit home runs all the time because of shifts and all that other stuff, that nobody is getting other hits. It's basically like home run or bust. Yeah. There are also less innings. Um... Yeah, but that wouldn't necessarily impact an average. Yeah, but I feel like in the later innings, some sometimes a lot of teams pile on hits. Yeah, you get garbage hits, garbage time, inflate yeah. those stats. I don't know if that's as big of a impact. I, I mean, but but it's been a trend, so it's not like this is this year's just been abnormally bad. But it has been trending downward because of. But I feel like that's bad for baseball, as if all the hitters are either trying home run or strikeout. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Home yeah, I mean, run, strike out, a walk. That's that's basically the only three options, or <laughs> not the only three, but majority is going to be either a home run, a walk, or a strikeout. Yeah, because isn't that what them deadening the ball was supposed to do? Is lessen the amount of home runs in baseball and open up the small yeah, ball but game? That, but, but but that's what every, but everybody's been trained to just try to hit home runs all the time. Yep. So like that. So like one year, pit, players aren't going to. And I think the pitching now is too good this year too. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why they deaden the ball. Like, what the hell is baseball thinking? Why would you deaden the ball? No idea. Home runs no aren't idea. sexy, Dan. But, like, that, I guess that's what I, that's what I wonder. Like, what, like, I feel like this, this is another stain they for baseball. Like, get, what are you going to do? They wanted to get the, uh, the old-timers back in the game. Yeah. The old-timers are dying. The ones dying off. Yeah. <laughs> Friends of the pod, turning off population. <laughs> try, try, try to get those last last few uh, precious uh, eyeballs out of them. Dan, <laughs> just to uh, to jump on that um, batting average being down, the top. What do you think the top team batting average is in the league this year? Without you, two fifty. Two fifty. Okay. Anybody yeah. else? 286. Okay. Okay. 263. Okay, Richie cheated. So <laughs> I top, got it. top team batting average is 264. Oh, damn. You cheated the, the wrong answer. And that, yeah. And that's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't make that, it obvious. Don't make it obvious. Yeah, exactly. You know that was like, he's like 260. Oh, shit. No, he's going to know. Uh, Why wouldn't he say 269? <laughs> exactly. Because he's a jackass. <laughs> um, Boston Red Sox have t- have a 264 uh, batting average, team batting average, and they're Boston's at the top. Cool, yeah, my uh, my early season prediction to win the division, <laughs> which you didn't waver on at all. <laughs> which I immediately backtracked the following week after they lost their first three games. <laughs> but they basically haven't lost since. They're unbelievable. The team stinks. I don't know how they keep winning. Like none of those guys are any good. Yeah. We'll have New to York give you Mets some extreme are... kudos if they end up uh, keeping this up. Yeah. New York Mets are 233, and they're uh, in 15th. Yankees are 222, and they're 25th. I wish we could get, like, eight Brandon Nimmos. Yeah. Cleveland and, like Cleveland and Seattle are tied for last with 210. Jeez. Team Those batting average. Uh, that's higher that's than the Mets batting average with runners in scoring position. Man. So the Yankees' batting average is two twenty-two this season so far. Yikes! That so far, bad. yeah, that's embarrassing. That is bad. Yep. And what do you do? Use the balls. Uh, they're so, yeah, they're starting to come around, but um, Yankees have been on a tear lately, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lately they've been they've been playing pretty good. They're on base percentage. They're in seventh uh, with three twenty. Yeah, because it's walks and home runs. That's it. Walks and home runs. 
Yeah. Top on base percentage, go. What is it? 375. Oh. Uh, 375? Go ahead. Go ahead. Look, up, look, up, look on ESPN. Yeah. Go ahead, Rich. Rich, 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 I, we'll see, I see the reflection in your, in your glasses. <laughs> 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 God damn, Dan got it. Yeah, I, I, Dan had a pretty good guess. I don't know if you're gonna, we're going to beat that. I'm going to say 381. Uh, on base percentage, top. 409. 346. Wow. That's actually pretty low, too. Yeah, that's the Dodgers. I thought it was going to be a little higher with the dead and ball. That'd be higher, too. More people on base. What's, what's OPS stand for again? Uh, on, on base, base plus, plus slugging. slugging. Yeah. What do you think that one is? Four seventy-five. No. No, come. It's gonna be on. like eight. If your on base percentage was th- was three forty something, you... I know. I know. I'll go seven fifty-nine. I'm gonna eight fifty-six. Eight hundred one. Eight hundred one. Uh, seven sixty-eight. Well, with the with the low on base percentage, it's the hive where we it was. Having a terrible year. <laughs> Yeah. I mean a great a good player has over one. Yeah. You know, you figure four or five people at one point one or so. Yes. Yeah. He's Luis. He's Luis. Yeah, Yeah, I think offense is yeah. And, yeah. And, and like you could throw out last year because last year was a weird season, so it's like whatever those numbers yeah. you know. But like this year, for those offensive numbers to be so bad. I feel like the dead in the ball. Like the pitchers were already dominating. <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand why you would do that. Well, I, yeah. I feel like I feel like the baseball is going to have to do something to try to make the game, you know, increase offense again. They're gonna they're gonna tell the umpires to tighten up the strike zone, call less strikes, let's get more walks, more base runners, more hitters ball, ca- more hitters counts. Yeah. So they can just eye up a fastball on more two and one and three and one counts. Oh, I'm telling you. I, I would Richie, I, I would ban yeah. shifts. Yeah, uh, Richie. Over the weekend, I had uh, I watched the Yankee game, and it was on Saturday. Saturday, yeah, I think so. They were playing the Nationals, and you know what happened? Went into extra innings. <sighs> Runner on second. Runner on second. They they <laughs> went. Uh, yeah, they went. They went uh, two uh, two extra innings. Yankees Ooh. pulled out the win, but yeah. I think then they get a runner on third. Do they get a runner on third? No. Oh, okay. It's so idiotic that it's believable, but no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, like, I was like, do they go to like thirteen innings and then they get a runner on third base? And then they have I mean, to. It, so- do it sounds this. like it's like little. Imagine if That's instead of like. kickoffs, you had suicide squeeze-offs. <laughs> they could just sound like so gimmicky. Yeah. That would actually be way more fun than extra innings. They'd have like uh what is it, the Japanese league that does uh like the um bunting competition during yeah. all star break. Uh-huh. They would have like a skills competition to to decide who the winner of the game is. Why alright. How about this? A home run derby in extra innings. Yeah. Each team picks one batter and you have a home run <laughs> derby. Yeah. That's it. That's what we do. No, do like a soccer shootout. So you just have you pick five batters from each team, and then whoever has the most, and then they each get one. They each either get an out or or uh, or a home run, one swing, home run or out. How many home runs at the end of the five five batters? Mm. You know what happened in that stupid. in that uh, Yankee game too? That was kind of funny. Was um, so I think the Yankees had uh, bases loaded. And uh, Glaber was up. It was either bases loaded or second and third. But uh, no, it was bases loaded. Bases loaded. And uh, they brought one of the outfielders in to play an extra infielder, you know, to play against the bunt. So okay. <laughs> Glaber was uh, swinging away. You know, he wasn't he wasn't bunting. And he hit like yep. a little a little dribbler down the third baseline, <laughs> like. He made he took like a home run swing and it went like two feet and nobody w- was playing in because they were playing swing because he because he swung the bat and uh, third baseman couldn't get in and that's how they how they scored the game because the pitcher tried to make the play and he couldn't feel the ball. 
So you brought in you brought in the extra fielder. You played you paid played big on the infield, and you still fucked it up. Uh, wish I was watching that one live. Yeah. Nick, Nick yeah. came on, everybody. Uh, Nick's for starting. All right. Well, for uh, the guys and I at Last Man's Opinion, uh, we thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week. Hit us up on, at our Gmail, lastmansopinion.com. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter and uh, give us some beer reviews or uh, Wes and uh, you know stuff that you want to, us to talk about. And we will put it on the show. And we'll give you a shout-out. Uh, Bill's Brewery, don't forget to uh, send us your advertisement fee for last episode. Uh, Dan's drinking you again. He's loving it still. It's a classic. It's an everyday beer. Bell's Brewery, two-hearted beer. Uh, beer of the year. Beer of the century. Pay us. Uh, for Roland Varielli, Rich Cagle, Dan Mara, and myself, Tommy McGrail, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Boom. Boom.